0: Selfish, mm, selfishly in love. Maybe when I'm bigger.
1: Julie, welcome. Uh, So you you you're in anatomy and physiology class. Great. Hello. Good morning. Um, so welcome. Thank you for for coming out. I know you have a super busy schedule because apparently there's some I don't know something going around right now. Like some.
2: There's this little virus, there's yeah, that seems little... to be causing some problems.
1: Well, hey, um, let's let's start out. Uh, do you mind introducing y- yourself because I always sure. I always screw up your title.
0: Um... Sure. <laughs>
2: So I'm Julie Dyke, and I am a registered nurse with Kaiser Permanente. um, But my current role is not taking care of patients. I'm the director of risk management and public and professional liability, which is an offshoot of the legal department. And we deal with um, lawsuits, subpoenas, uh, medical claims, malpractice allegations. Um, So that is what I do right now.
1: Wow. That sounds very um, serious. Um, and so probably your most important role that's probably most significant is you're also the host advisor here at Forest Grove, right? I mean, yeah. That's kind of the yes. pinnacle of your... Right.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. That's first on my resume below all those other things I do. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, so before we, I, I think I'll, probably a lot of people are going to have questions about, about hospital stuff and healthcare careers and, and a bunch of stuff like that. So maybe, um, Do you you mind talking about HOSA first and kind of tell us a little bit what HOSA is about and and yeah, what what that whole deal is and then we'll move on from there.
2: Yeah, and I think I see Daniela on here who is part of our club, hi. So HOSA is the Health Occupation Students of America Club And um, the goal of the club is to help students explore health careers and kind of be start preparing themselves to potentially enter a health career. So um, right now, the two things we're focusing on in the club is number one, career exploration. So we've done that through um, there's different online programs that are really amazing, have so much information about different health careers, short videos. It talks about um, the demand for these jobs in the workforce. It talks about salary, talks about education requirements, um, special skills or interests that might uh, make you well-matched for this type of career. And then additionally, um, I've asked each student to kind of name a few health Career areas that are interesting to them. And then I'm matching them up with a person who's currently working in that uh, career field. And they're doing a 30-minute career interview with them. So the club met and came up with a series of questions to ask them. Um, I think they were really great questions, you know, in addition to, you know, how long does it take, how much schooling or education does it? it take to do this tell me about your pay and benefits but would you do this again and do you what do you like most or least about your career and so i think you know, we've had a couple people connected already we have some more lined up um and this is an opportunity to really get a feel for wow this is something that sounds interesting to me i had one student who interviewed their health professional and i think it really solidified that that's what they wanted to do and then i had another student interview someone and afterwards they're like, I just, this is totally not for me and they wouldn't have known that. So it's some great opportunities uh, for that. And then additionally, we're going to, we're working on getting some volunteer hours, some community service hours in, which is of course challenging during COVID, but we've most recently connected with the Forest Grove a senior and community center and they have some opportunities for some general volunteering and then we're going to work to see if perhaps we can get something like a blood pressure clinic or some sort of health related um, uh, volunteering together before the end of the year.
1: That's awesome.
0: It, uh, yeah yeah,
2: it's open to anyone who's interested. It's never too late to join in my opinion. You're always welcome to come. We meet on Tuesdays at 3:15 in Mr. Chris's room.
1: So yeah. Yeah, you're 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 such a good person if you're running that because you know you're so well connected in the medical field <laughs> and and that, yeah, and you're so knowledgeable about about health careers. When I tried to do it like the first year we did that, I was just like, I, I didn't even know how to spell health. <laughs> um, so
2: Well you've come a long way.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've, I've sounded out most of the letters. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um so that that's that's awesome. Um Thank you so much for doing that.
0: Yeah, Um, you're welcome.
1: Yeah, and then we're gonna have to get you guys cool shirts or something. Uh, Yeah, we got shirts
2: last year where the students designed the shirts, so that was kind of fun. These ones came
1: here's in my room somewhere, Um, (laughs) so I want probably hand those out to you. Yeah, probably. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'll 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 work on that. I'll work on that. Okay um so so that's that's very cool and does anybody have any well, while we're going along here does anybody have any questions about hosa club we should put daniella on the spot and make her like give a, a testimonial about oh, HOSA. Please. <laughs> um well so let me can, can let's let's switch gears what's what's if you have questions about hosa just put them in the chat and we'll, we'll address them um so what's what's healthcare like these days how, how, how's everybody holding up?
2: It's hard, it's really hard. Um, you know, things have changed so much in that not just that now they're having to wear all this personal protective equipment all day long, which is really hard to do. Um, you know, they're trying to help really sick patients. Um, you know, it's really hard to see people that are really sick and may even die. Um, And then, you know, to help their support, their families, and, you know, they're trying to protect, healthcare workers are trying to protect themselves from getting COVID or spreading things to their family. So um, it is a really challenging time to be on the front lines in healthcare. Um, But I think there's still also rewarding times. So you're still, you know, someone has to help people when they're sick. Uh, And if you have any interest in science, you know, you're in anatomy and physiology, if you find body systems interesting, um, I mean, this is really a way to help, to truly help people who can't help themselves and truly in a time of need. So it can be very, very rewarding as well. Um, But it is hard, things are changing so much. And, um, you know, it's, it's a really interesting time for science as well. I mean, they're making so many, breakthroughs with investigating this virus and how it's changing you know epidemiology the study of how diseases spread um, is really booming right now you know research um, lab careers so it has all these ripple effects although initially it seems you know it's very tragic with the loss of human life and how sick people are Um, you know they've made a lot of very interesting scientific Kind of discoveries or uncovered new things so you know there's always an opportunity to learn but um again it, it can be very rewarding even in these hard times
1: yeah um so my so so far my experience with with um omnicron it's not omnicron it's om- omicron
2: i call it omicron but omicron? I know yeah that's the-
1: Yeah. So, so far this variant, like, you know, um, my wife's kids both, both got it with like zero symptoms. Most people I know that that I've gotten it just zero symptoms. And so for me walking around my daily life, like everyone that I see doesn't have any symptoms. It's, it's, it's really, really mild, but there, there has to be a different perspective for people who work in hospitals with like a surge in, in uh, Omicron. Um, like, I'm sure you guys see a different story because you're, you're seeing the people who are affected the hardest. Like, have you noticed like an uptick in workload or stress on, on healthcare workers with this Omicron surge that would challenge my perception of that? It's, it's just like a cold and does that Oh yeah. yeah,
2: it does. I mean, just with COVID in general, I mean, my perspective is, in my role, I review cases of patients. Um, you know, review their case, review their chart, um, and you know, people are so sick. The ICUs are full of people on ventilators. They're overfull. Nurses are having to take extra patients. Patients are dying. Um, Patients may get really sick and are able to be discharged, but they're having then these long-term residual effects, um, inflammation of the lungs. So, you know, there may be people that get mild symptoms and that's great, but that's just a small picture. It's a whole spectrum. So you go from patients who are asymptomatic, no symptoms at all. I seem to be fine, but I tested positive to, you know, it just feels like I have a mild cold. Maybe it feels like I have a really bad cold um, to patients that, that require hospitalization. And, you know, it's just, it's very tragic. There've been so many deaths. The hospitals are overfull. um Staff are getting sick. So then, you know, there aren't as many staff to care for patients. So they're having to increase their workload, pick up extra shifts. I mean, it just, the, the ripple effects are really devastating. So this is definitely not just a small, mild thing. Now, Omicron is proving, so far our infectious disease doctors are saying there've been less hospitalizations, which is great, but they're finding also that the vaccine doesn't cover this version quite as well. So it seems to be spreading very rapidly um, and much more contagious than mm. other forms. And you know the number one way to prevent the spread of infection is, you know, respiratory infections is, is wearing masks and and distancing. So
1: yeah, and so Yeah, so when when I'm annoyed at wearing my mask and trying, because I I do got to say it, like wearing a mask and trying to teach is really hard. Um, Like, and I can't, I think my hearing is getting worse and worse all the time anyway. (laughs) I was going
2: to say, it makes me feel like I'm losing my hearing because I can't, it's really hard to understand or hear people when you're wearing a mask and it's hot. I went actually and worked in the hospital. I don't work in the hospitals anymore and I went and worked a four hour shift and it was so hot and Mm. I just, you know, but we have these healthcare workers that have no choice. You know, they have to wear even more masks that fit tighter and differently than the one I I wore. But um, yeah, it's, it's not fun. It's inconvenient. I go places and I'm like, do I have one? And I went to the grocery store and didn't have one and had to go home. It's super inconvenient. I would not argue that at all. But again, reviewing these charts of patients on ventilators for prolonged periods of time, um, you know, and, and all the death, all, you know, it, it's devastating, and it just seems, again, I follow science, and science shows that wearing masks can help reduce the transmission. You know, I respect our infectious disease physicians. Um, several of them have worked for our organization for a very long time and they keep us updated on this, but you know there's so much you don't see that's happening. The devastation and the impact on human life and families is very sad.
1: Well, then especially, you know, of, I think that's the most obvious is, of course, the the potential patients, the potential the potential people being affected by by the virus is is we're we're helping those people, but by wearing masks and and, and dealing with that annoyance of a mask, we're also helping health healthcare workers, right? right. Like we are taking stress off of an already pretty stressed out healthcare system. At least that's right. been my experience in my home.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, wait, wait, and oh yeah. So then I know you don't have a ton of time today. And I just want to ask you, so given this with things changing so fast and there's a big need in, in healthcare workers, what what can students do while they're in high school? Um if if they're interested in a healthcare career, because I, I also think that there's probably a lot of opportunities for getting into healthcare careers um, right now. Mm-hmm. Like like what are some things that students can, can do to set themselves up to, to be in the healthcare field?
2: Yeah, so I mean, number one, doing your research. So I mean, YouTube has a zillion videos about, you know, I just searched like uh, you know, health career research for high school students or, you know, something like that. I think it's it's really important to do some research, watch some videos, you know, start to understand what might sound interesting to you. And then looking at the educational requirements. Is there anything I can take in high school to make me better prepared? So lots of science, lots of math. Um, You know, even if you have the option to take something like that as an elective. Uh, to add to your um, your resume, if I was looking to hire someone, let's say in an entry level position uh, in healthcare, there are definitely positions that require just minimal training. You know, I would like to see that you have taken a variety of classes, I'd like to see that you've been involved in some extracurricular activities. Um, Sports, of course, are great, um, but I'd like to see some additional, you know, volunteering, being part of a different club, you know, some diversity in your experience. If you were able to, um, you know, if you've had a job, even part-time, I'd love to see that. Um, It just shows me that you have you know you understand what it's like to show up to work every day and and have that additional responsibility and organize your time you know it's difficult to you know balance school and other things um and you know if you've i, I would love to even see like i for my hosa club i'd say on your resume put that you interviewed a dentist you know, did a career interview with a dentist, you know, even things that seem like, oh, would I put that on my resume? Yes, I would. So just, it shows me that you've taken a little extra effort, you know, and if in an interview you shared with me, like, yeah, I spent a lot of time watching videos, researching different health careers. I'd be like, wow, you seem to have a lot of initiative. You seem really interested in this. Um, so again, looking at the educational requirements anything you can do ahead of time to prepare or add some extra layers of experience or knowledge would be great. You know, CPR certification. Uh, People get their babysitting CPR certification. I'd love even that. It's like, great, that's, you know, one more health related thing that you've done. Um, And then I think it is important to look at, again, there's a wide range of career options in healthcare is isn't like everyone's going to be a neurosurgeon who has to, you know, does their bachelor's degree and then medical school and then residency and then additional residency and fellowships. And, you know, it isn't all like that, which we definitely need neurosurgeons. And that's amazing. And if you want to be one, by all means do so. Um, but there's other things like, um, you know, phlebotomy. There's a huge shortage of phlebotomists right now.
1: What, what so you phlebotomist?
2: So a phlebotomist draws blood. Um, It's a really right now there's a huge shortage of, of people who can draw blood in the hospitals. And that what that does then is it delays care. So if you know, my dad went to the emergency room with a heart attack one of the, there's several blood tests that they do to test for a heart attack and to tell if it's getting better or getting worse and it helps them know how to treat them. And if they can't get that blood drawn and off to the lab and get those results quickly, you know, my dad could sit there and just his heart attack could be getting worse. Of course, there's other things they can do, but labs are very critical in treating patients. Um, And so, you know, that's something that requires, I don't know the exact qualifications, but I think there might even be, you know, something a few weeks of training or a couple months of training to become a phlebotomist and and jobs like that can be your career. And that's yeah, I think, great.
1: I think PCC's program is six months.
2: Great. I mean, six months in the whole scheme of things to then get a job that would pay enough for you to live on. That's a big deal.
0: Yeah. Um, well, and- so,
1: and I just want to plug that this anatomy class, uh, the dual credit for this anatomy class is the prerequisite anatomy for all the PCC health careers. And so if mm-hmm. you want one of those, those Perfect. yeah. So if you want to be a phlebotomist and, and get anatomy and physiology out of the way, taking this class as dual credit will we'll meet that requirement. So um,
2: yeah. So my suggestion would be, you know, there's multiple things to think about. Yes, you wanna find something that's interesting to you, but you also need to find something that will allow you to eat and pay rent. And, you know, those things are important too. So it's kind of looking at this whole picture of, you know, what are my plans, what money do I have to spend on education, how much time do I want to spend in school, Um, and there's a whole spectrum of health careers, and you know, health getting a career in in healthcare, you know, there's going to be sick people forever. So there's a lot of job security in that. And working for larger organizations, you're going to have good benefits, healthcare, that's a really big deal for yourself. And then if you start, um, you know, if you start a family, all those things are really important to consider.
1: Yeah, I think you know, so I, I asked students, what are they looking forward to most about coming back to in-person school next week? And pretty much everybody put in friends, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I think those, I think social relationships are really important for students mm-hmm. and having a good career that you can maintain really good social relationships, like having a family and, and that sort of stuff, I think is really important. I think that, that, that promotes... A, it, it, it's so important to having a good quality of life as an adult is having a job that right. works, works with your family situation
2: right you don't want to be stressed all the time about how you know how am i going to pay for things how am i going to support a family and you know that's a real struggle for many people um, i think at this point in your life you have an opportunity to do some research and to try and strategize and plan to have the life that you would like um, that also gives you joy and satisfaction in a job that's interesting to you and that you're able to help people and So you do need to do a little research. And again, something like phlebotomy can be your career or it can be the way you work through college. It can be, you know, kind of the stepping stone to other things. So that's something to consider as well. Is there some sort of entry-level healthcare job I could start? That again, if I was going to be hiring you after you graduated, and I looked at your resume, I was like, wow, you worked weekends, you know, through college as a phlebotomist. That's amazing. You've been, you've learned to interact with people. You know about science and health and the body, and you know about showing up to work every day and. to organize your time and I would be very you know I would look much harder at your resume than other people
1: yeah yeah well and I think even just even to get into like medical school they look for medical Mm -hmm. experience right and so if you started Mm -hmm. working as a phlebotomist and work your way through your degree you you have your your medical experience when you go and apply to your your medical schools and that sort of stuff Yep. um well it looks like we got about about 10 minutes left I'm going to open it up and see if see if any students have any questions. Uh, if you guys have questions, feel free to unmute yourself or you could write something in the chat and I'm happy to ask Julie. She's a very intimidating person I know, so maybe you're not comfortable um, <laughs> saying something on, out loud. Does anybody have any questions or did you guys all go back to bed? I think they all went back to bed.
2: I wouldn't, yeah, <laughs> I understand. It's, it's Friday, I get it.
1: It's Friday, a long, long week of Zoom. Um, Yeah.
2: But I would say, you know, Mr. Chris has my contact information. Feel free to share that with the class if people ever want to email me or ask questions. Um, You know, we keep putting Daniela on the spot here, but feel free to talk to other people who are in the HOSA club and see if they you know, they keep coming back. So there must be something that's helpful to them about the club. Um, I also worked with the Aspire program, you know, the college and career readiness. So talking about what your um, post high school plans are. And I'm happy to, you know, meet with people and talk about that. And Mrs. Van Loo, you know, does the same thing. So if you have any interest in a health career and aren't sure where to go, I mean, I'm happy to help in any way that I can.
1: Yeah, that sounds, I mean, and, and you're doing such a great job with HOSA and, and you guys are doing stuff that, That are, are you guys looking at competing at the state competition this year? Is I that
2: think something? that's our next thing to discuss. We're really trying to get people connected with, you know, health professionals to start doing those interviews. I think that's what you know, people have been really excited about that. And the people I've contacted in healthcare are really excited to talk to people. So it's been great. And then there is a state competition every year. So we'll start taking a look at that.
1: And then there's a national competition too. Like Mm -hmm. we get some people qualifying for nationals. We get them to like, I think it's in Nashville this year. Last year was in Orlando. But I think was- yeah, and
2: one of the areas you can compete in is medical terminology. There's anatomy and physiology, there's, you know, a whole wide variety of, of things and and what that does additionally is, you know, there is going to be a little bit of extra studying involved, but again, it helps you explore different and learn more about healthcare and health and science. So, it all I would love again, you could put that on your resume.
1: Yeah. Um and then it's kind of fun so well anyway we, we could talk later about the interviewing thing because uh um you know, I, have a, I have a podcast and uh your students can just interview people for a podcast
2: yeah anyway yeah because that's what we do is have them bring their notes back and share it with the club, what they found out, what the answers okay. to their questions were. So it allows the rest of the club to hear about that career too. Because there's some overlap. Like a couple of people are interested in veterinary science and a couple of people are interested in um, you know, pediatrics. So we're kind of dividing it up, spreading that out without duplication so that we can explore and share that information with the rest oh. of the club.
1: I'll bet you there'd be a lot of students that'd be interested in listening to that uh, that aren't necessarily a part of Hosa Club too. Like, right? Yeah. And so, well, let's. Uh, I, yeah, I got some ideas about that. We can, All right. We can that. Well, I know I, I had you booked for a half hour, and we are we are coming up on a half hour, and I want to get. And you're you're going back to the to the next block. Um, so, is there any last chance for questions, anybody? All right, well, hey, I'll, I'll um, put your contact information on the Canvas page so students have, have access to it and they can email you any questions. Students, awesome. I, I something that I wish all through my academic career, even in high school and in college and, and beyond, is I didn't take advantage of, of talking to people that could have really helped me. <laughs> and I don't know why I didn't. Um, but uh, so, please, it, it, Julie is, is incredible, and and I, I just know from talking, she loves talking to students and and helping students make career plans. Please reach out to her if you have any sort of questions at all, um, and and she's she's really great. She's a great resource. Please take advantage. Um, I'll I'll get your your email posted. Um, your phone number, address, bank accounts. I'll just post everything on there. Yes,
2: all yeah. of that. PIN number, no problem. Yeah.
1: All right. Um, Julie, thank you so much. You, I'll, I'll thank give you a, Yeah.
0: All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Maybe I'm insane. It's not that hard. Sense to the brain feels like prison to the heart you know I'm selfish mm-hmm. selfishly in Sam, girl, and you can stream my new song "Selfish" on all of your favorite platforms.
1: <laughs> Perfect, nailed it. There you go.
0: That's what uh, I do. That's it.
1: You do it very well. Um, you just
0: like say the same thing for 20 million takes that sounds exactly the same, and then pick the one you like.
1: Well, <laughs> yeah, you'd make a great teacher.